0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for listening to We Met at Acme on Valentine's Day. You are amazing. And if you don't have a Valentine, wear your Valentine now. Um, If you're listening to this on any other day, also love you. But This is a really, really good episode. It's very, it's almost like a therapy session that you feel like you get to be a fly on the wall of. Jonah is a longtime friend of mine. We went to camp together when we were like seven. And Alana is a new friend of mine that I met through Jonah. They have a great podcast called Seeing Other People. And we really get into it today. I mean, like, this episode is longer than an hour. So, my producer Brian is going to kill me. But here we are with our very long episode today. And I really have to say that I would stick it out if I were you because there's some good stuff in there to the point where when we were done, we weren't even really done. We still wanted to keep going. And I had a different episode scheduled for today. But after we had our debate on their podcast, which you should check out. I had to just, you know, change everything and rush to release an episode this weekend. Also, I really wanted you to get a male perspective, even though Jonah is more of like an idealized male perspective who has watched way too many rom coms. Um, I think he does have some good points. We do argue a lot. And honestly, I kind of just want you to get right into it. So I'm going to reserve my solo for next time and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with Jonah and Alana from Seeing Other People. Hey guys. Hey, how's it going? It is good. Uh, (laughs) Jonah is having a technical difficulty right now because there's construction. I feel like he's scared to say hi because it's like (laughs) it's peak construction. Um sounds and noises but he's hi
1: hi everybody hi everybody yeah there
2: there (laughs) we go don't be shy don't be Um, shy yeah i
1: I was just trying to put some noise reduction onto my uh onto my thing but i guess whatever as long as you guys can hear me okay for right now i'm sure we'll be fine but
0: it's it sounds good
1: I've lived here for like maybe almost a couple months and there's literally never been construction sounds once. And then, of course, no. today, obviously
0: Because Mercury is retrograde and we're recording. So, of course, that would happen. But see, um, see
2: Jonah, yeah. do you think it's because Mercury is in retrograde?
1: No, I don't.
0: Well, actually, <laughs> apparently, it's just Mercury is retrograde. It's retrograde. Apparently, I've been messing it up I'm sorry, the Mercury. whole time by saying Mercury is in retrograde. Like, what is retrograde? I'm not sure. But we can talk about astrology another time. Well, actually, that's not true because we do have to weave it in, in in a way. But for everyone who is very confused because we're just getting right into it. So Jonah's been on the podcast before. Jonah and I are longtime friends. We went to camp together growing up. But Shout
1: out Camp Laurel South.
0: Shout out Camp Laurel South. But for anyone who doesn't know you, Jonah, or hasn't listened to those episodes, how old are you and where are you from?
1: Yeah, I am 30 years old as as of August 6th, 1990. And people who do like the astrology thing can use He's that information Leo. however they As want. of yeah. August
2: 6th, 1990, you're 30 years old. Sorry, as of... <laughs> uh, please
1: stop yelling at me, Alana. It's very early to be yelling at me. Um, 11. To... to uh Yeah, August 6th. I was born August 6th, 1990. I'm 30 years old. I live in New York City. And I lived in LA for a while, but now I'm back. But he's
0: from New York City.
1: I'm from New York. I'm born and raised in Manhattan. And I went to a high school called Fieldston. And you and I were friends in... Well, we were friends from sleepaway camp. So we were friends in our high school days as well.
0: We sure were. And Alana, who is making her first appearance on the podcast, which I'm very excited about. Where are you from and how old are you?
2: I am from Westchester County. I was born on August 16th, 1994. So I'm 26 years old, also a Leo. And though I have no idea what that means, but Lindsay knows a lot about what that means. And it's I'm sure true. a lot of you listening do it's too. True.
0: So Jonah and Alana host a podcast called Seeing Other People. They used to host a podcast called Dating Sucks. Am I allowed to bring that in? Because there were some questions about what happened to that.
1: Right, let's talk about... Let's see what we can say and what we can't say. Yeah, why not? But
0: anyway, my point is um, that they are a very good team. And they host this podcast right now called Seeing Other People. And... I just went on it, and we had a riveting conversation on this podcast. And so, if you are listening right now, listen to that podcast, and then come right back, listen to this because this is right after we're trying to strike. What is the what is the phrase? Strike where the iron's hot.
1: Yeah, so I think the that, iron's hot. the
0: iron's hot. And and so here we are um, at eleven a.m., which is the, probably the earliest of. Actually, that's not true. I recorded a podcast at 9am once and it was, it was pretty brutal. Oh my God.
2: And also if you're listening to this, it's Valentine's Day. So what else do you have to do besides go listen to seeing other people and then come back to We Met at Acme and spend your whole day with us.
0: Exactly. Get to know yourself on a deeper level. Happy Valentine's Day. I mean, whatever you're doing, I know that if you're listening to this, it's going to be a good Valentine's Day.
1: Yep. Agreed.
0: I'm just like, done making my own complicated breakfasts and lunch. And I wish there was something that I could just maybe take out of my freezer that's already healthy and heat up. And guess what? There is. I have this amazing harvest bowl in front of me. It's broccoli and cheese. In it is broccoli, cauliflower, sweet potato, tomato, olive oil, and nutritional yeast, which are things that I most likely would not have on hand and would not put together because I'm just not that creative when it comes to harvest bowls. And I'm just so grateful that Daily Harvest has these bowls that I can just take out of my freezer or this amazing ice cream that I had last night, which is strawberry with rippled berry compote. Like, how else would I be able to have an amazing ice cream? That's actually not bad for me. It's really incredible. The way that it works is that Daily Harvest works with organic farms and they freeze their ingredients right on the farm at peak ripeness to lock in all of the nutrients and taste. They've also got smoothies, which I also have the strawberry and peach smoothie. It's got strawberry, banana, peach, raspberry, oats, goji berries, all things that are really, really good for you. And they're going to make you feel good after. And so I really think you should try it if you haven't already. All you have to do is go to dailyharvest.com. And we're giving you $25 off your first box if you try it. You just have to use code ACME and you'll get $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com and type in ACME as your code and you'll get $25 off. Chances are, if you're listening to this episode right now on Valentine's Day, you could potentially be single or you're listening to it with your partner and you just want to have a huge debate because, you know, we talk about a lot of subjects that get pretty feisty on here. But if you are one of the single people and you haven't downloaded OkCupid, what are you doing? Honestly, if I were single right now, that's the first app that I would be on because OKCupid is actually known for matching people on what actually matters. So instead of just answering a few prompts or not even having the option of answering questions at all, OKCupid asks you tons of questions and then they give you a percentage for which you would match with someone. So for example, they're asking you, you know, What's your favorite food? If you like, you know, a serious relationship or not so serious relationship where you want to live, like very important questions that you don't probably want to ask someone because they're like intense, but they ask you and then they ask the other person and they match you based on how compatible you are from your answers. So it's a really, really smart concept for a dating app. And 93% of people right now are on dating apps. So like, if you're not one of those people, I don't know what you're doing. Again, OkCupid is exactly where you want to be. And it's free. Like, what more could you need? I don't even need to give you a promo code because all you have to do is download the OkCupid app and use it for yourself and see how it goes. I really think you should check it out. So many people are meeting online right now. If you're not doing it, I don't know what you're doing. So we, we should just get right into it because there are so many questions. Also, Jonah has something that he wants to discuss, which he hasn't told... <laughs> no, like. Neither Alana nor <laughs> oh, no. me. So we're I'm kind scared. of afraid about it. You're hyping it up. Um, hyping I'm it up. hyping it up, and it's probably not a big deal. But well, I actually had something too, okay. which I wanted to discuss. This is I have my whole list of you know things that people wrote in to talk about, but in typical me fashion, I was like, you know what? I have something that's that I really want to get into, and. So my boyfriend and I had this debate. It actually wasn't really a debate. He kind of agreed with me. <laughs> or more so he blew my mind on the, on the subject. <laughs> hey, people disagree with me and it's okay, as you'll see on this episode and on seeing other people. <laughs> but essentially I didn't know how many girls will have sl- will sleep over at a guy's apartment after just like making out after like mm you know, just how frequent it is. Um, I was really taken aback. So like, for example, let's say that like he, you know, was out at Acme and and met a girl and they went back to his apartment yeah. and like made out. She would like assume she was sleeping there.
1: Oh, and it's just make out. This doesn't involve sex at all. This is just like a make
0: out. No, no. You know,
1: that's interesting. What, was there a percentage that you guys came to? Like he's basically said like five out of... Eight girls would sleep over, or what was like the
0: it was like every girl, so he said every that, girl
1: he he said that pretty much every time he would like hook up with someone make out just for clarification uh that there was also gonna be a sleepover that happened,
0: yeah, and was
1: he inviting the sleepover, or was it just always sort of implied?
0: no, it was almost like implied by the girl, you know, like it was like it was like like the girl would then bring it like, what time do you have to wake up or something? And it would just go from like zero to a thousand. What
1: time do you have to wake up? Well, can I say, and how long ago roughly was this? What year sort of saga was this that he was referring to? I would
0: say like the past six years.
1: Okay. Here's a really hot take. That's fascinating because I've actually noticed the exact opposite where like, it used to be like that. I mean, it used to be like, I think it was always like a sleepover. And I would say within the past two and a half years. I mean, different game now, obviously. This is being recorded during the COVID pandemic. But, you know, during the past two years, I've noticed that a lot of women will be like, I'll be like, do you want to sleep over? And they'll be like, no. And I'm like, huh? Okay. Like, I was stoked for like a cuddle sleepover session.
2: Yeah. We know Jonah wants to just cuddle all night. Yeah.
1: I just want to cuddle. And I'm not even trying to imply anything with that. But they're like, no, like, I'm going to go back to my place. I want to sleep in my own bed. And it's usually second or third day that the sleepover starts to happen. But that's interesting. I wonder, maybe it's something that you, like, you know, your boyfriend and I are just different, you know, the, the energy we give off. I wonder if it's specific to me or to him. But like, I've actually quite literally noticed a lot of people don't sleep over anymore. Maybe they're all listening to your podcast, Lindsay, and you said to them at one point, never sleep over on the first date.
0: Well, I don't think you, you should sleep over until sex is involved. I think sleepovers okay. are way more intimate than sex. So, oh, what really? Yes, I do. Alana, please weigh in.
2: Yeah, I've been I've been kind of quiet. Um, well, so here's the thing. I think there's there are two different situations that are that have been brought up. There's the meeting someone out at a bar and going home with them, like drunk. It's probably like one or two a.m. versus after a date. So obviously, like we can't go do the whole like meet someone drunk at a bar anything anymore. But I do think at that point, it's like you're not really thinking about it because like you're drunk and you're just kind of in the mm. moment. And if you are going home with someone like that late, sometimes it just feels like it just is more natural where it's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to like sleep here, I guess. But I don't know what I have done in the past and and recently is like, I'll, I'm like, you can kick me out whenever to kind of get a feel for like what they're thinking. If they're like, if, if they say like, oh yeah, I have an early morning. So like, got to get to sleep soon. Or if they're like, Oh no, like you feel free to stay over. Like I kind of put the ball in their court so that I'm not making any assumptions. And I recently had an experience with someone where it was at, it was after at the end of a first date, but it was an apartment first date. And like, I think I got there at like 7 30 and it was (laughs) 1am basically. Mm -hmm. And which again, I know, I know I'm not allowed to do that. I know. But, (laughs) but it happened. And he was like, are you sleeping over? And I'm
0: like, you got there at 1am?
2: No, I got there at 730. And then it was like almost 1am. Right, right. right. And he was like, the the next day,
1: we spent 48 hours (laughs) together talking. He's like, you can't fucking fall. And
2: he was like, are you sleeping over? And I'm like, do you want me to? And he's like, "Whatever you want." And I'm like, "Well, it's whatever you want." And then we kind of just like Ugh. didn't make a decision. And then 30 minutes later, I was like, "So like, am I sleeping over?" And he's like, "Totally up to you." And I'm like, "Like, well, oh, no." And I was like, "I, I don't so, like." Well, this. so then I was like, "What would you prefer?" He's like, "Honestly, yeah, I'd sleep better alone." And I'm like, "Me too." So I'm gonna go.
0: So you should have just yeah. said that from yeah. the get go, Alana. Also, what happened with this guy? Is he still in the picture?
2: He, he's one of the one of the ones you're okay. aware of. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's <laughs> one of the two. Interesting.
0: Okay. okay. I know which one he is, and I'm glad he's not the other one, is all I can say.
1: That's a good coach. That's a good advisor. Because the other
0: one I, I really like. Um, okay. So I, I guess, I don't know if we found like an agreement, but we all decided that, I guess you guys are more into sleepovers. I feel like it can come off kind of like, desperate and lonely a little bit, you know?
1: How is it like desperate if, and lonely? <laughs>
0: because, <laughs> because if you're just like willing to sleep over, like, right, without knowing this person, which yeah. is a very intimate thing, I feel like it can come off like you just like really need someone next to you.
1: But that's, a that's like, maybe it's been, you, you it's making an assumption that like, for example, let's say you haven't been on a date in three months and you have a great first date with somebody, and you're like, do you want to sleep over? You still done this went three months without having someone next to you. I mean, people...
2: Exactly. But they don't know that.
1: Right. They don't... My, my my point is, why does it matter? That's like a... That's like, you know, that's a... Because um, if
0: you like the person... Who cares what the other um, person thinks? No, because if you like the person, then you do kind of care what they think. You don't want them to... You know, you don't want to have that, like, intimate sleepover before you really know each other it's the same thing with sex
1: I would argue it's part of getting to know somebody is there I mean it's a great exercise to me it's much more interesting to have a sleepover with somebody than it is to have like shitty small talk on a second date where it's like okay we're gonna probably lay in bed like maybe watch something have some sort of weird pillow talk about random ass shit do they snore do they roll over in their sleep what side of the bed did they sleep on What's that going to be like in the morning where all the walls are down? I feel like it's a vulnerable thing. I totally agree with that. But it's too
0: vulnerable. That's. I think that's my point. It's like it's too vulnerable for the first date where you should just be truly like being courted. And uh,
2: I, I agree. For the first date, it shouldn't happen on the first date. Very very that feels very old-fashioned. And it old is
0: old-fashioned. And by the way, welcome to We Met at Acme. Like very <laughs> old-fashioned. Um, but it's not... For me, it's not like a rules girl thing as much as it's like, you know, this is what I feel is an intimate move. And I will say like, because right now, um, for everyone who just listened to seeing other people, like I'm kind of coaching Alana, not coaching Alana, but like forcing her to say the things that I think she should respond to the guys that she's talking to right now.
2: It would be coaching if I was following it.
0: Exactly. She's she's going rogue very often, but my friend met this guy in LA. And, you know, she was really into him. And she slept over at his house on the second date. And he just wasn't into her after that. And it was like, there was no, nothing behind it that she could pinpoint except for the fact that she slept over. Well,
1: no, maybe she just uh, didn't. Hold on. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe he just didn't like her. As Logan Yuri very wisely says, what happens when you have sex on a first or second date and then you maybe the person breaks up with you, you think, oh, they just used me for sex when really maybe there was another reason beyond the most obvious thing that our heads like to go to. Like, there's no science. There's no like, how could she logically think that the reason that this guy didn't like her was because she slept over? No guy has ever, ever, to my knowledge, of my intimate group of friends, no one has ever come to me with their like, dating corps are like, I got to stop seeing this girl. We had a sleepover.
0: <laughs> exactly. But yeah, they th- might have come to you and said, I got to stop seeing this girl. She's she's too into me. No. And I'm not there.
1: No, well, we're on different... You can be on different pages. Yeah, we're but on it's different not, pages. But exactly. it's not a result of the sleepover. But the,
0: but the, it could be. It could be, you know, I thought we were still getting to know each other and she thought that we were on sleepover No, but terms. we
1: don't see a sleepover as a... What we see is something in that point is... I'll give you examples, a constant need to make plans, future plans. That's typically what like, oh, I think we're on different pages or that can translate to she or he likes me too much because they're always trying to make plans to see me next or the expectations that come with, hey, you didn't call me or text me today. It has never, never, ever been Yo, she slept over. I think she likes me too much, man. Or like... It's, yeah, I'm, I'm I, I agree. You, I don't And you guys think can choose... Yeah, you can no, choose to listen to yeah, that or maybe, not. Maybe. Maybe.
0: I'm telling and, you. And this is why you're here because we we need that, you know, that other opinion. And I so appreciate it. But I have to stand by what I said about, you know, just to sleep over being a little bit too intimate. And maybe that's just a me thing. Um, you know, I have my nightly routine. I, for me, like Ooh. I couldn't ever sleep over early because, or like before sex. And even then I'd prefer it to be the sleepover to be at my place because I have like my skincare routine. I have like, I need my contacts. I need make glasses. By the way, your skin, like,
1: looks, your skin looks great, Lindsay. So
0: that's really sweet. Thank you. But, but it's all about that for me. It's more about me being like so set in my in my ways and less about me being like, Oh, I'm this like fierce independent woman who and doesn't sleep
2: For me, my hot take is that it's not about like the nightly routine or the morning routine. It's really just about like, I'm going to have to wake up and I'm going to have to poop. And it's like, it's not the sleepover. It's like, do I feel comfortable pooping in their apartment?
0: Interesting. And
2: that's, that's like, if anything, what would but that's feel my, like, but
0: that's my point. It's like, I'm it's not like, ready. For why that. would right. you be pooping or farting in your sleep? Let's say, or having morning breath. In front of a person that you don't even know if you like yet and vice versa. It's it's a lot.
1: It's life. I mean, here's something I'll say about the sleepover that I always think about when I have a sleepover with someone for the first time. I always have this visualization. There's something like existential and like romantic about just two lonely ass single people who just met each other off the internet on an app now cuddled in a bed in a brick walled apartment in a snowy New York City. And like, I always... With construction outside. With construction, but I'm always like, this is so sad, yet beautiful, yet optimistic, yet like silly. And I always had that thought when I'm like sleeping next to a complete stranger that I met over drinks. Because at the same time, I know nothing really about them. There's some person who I might never ever see again, yet we are very much the same. You know, we're we're very much at this intersection of a first date in New York. So I think... There is a there is like something beautiful about a sleepover on a first date if you're willing to bite on that. But to your point, I think logistically speaking, you know, nine times out of 10, I'd rather sleep alone than next to somebody. Because here's the thing when you do have a sleepover with someone, the one thing you can agree on is you don't get much sleep. Whether you think you do or don't, you always you are don't. you are fucking exhausted the next day.
0: Why? So yeah.
1: yeah. Psychologically speaking, apparently you just when there's someone next to you in bed. But you don't know. Someone new.
0: Someone new So you don't know. You don't know. Yeah.
1: Then you literally just do not get the same amount of sleep. Same with when you drink. You know. So if I have a big day the next day, you know, for whatever reason I have to wake up earlier, I need to like be in a pro- certain mindset. I have no problem being like, look, I actually do want you to sleep over, but I'm not going to sleep. Probably neither are you. Yeah, so, exactly.
0: You know, yeah. And that's why, like, going back to Alana, your situation, like, you knew that, and so you could have been like, yeah, I'm not going to sleep over, but like, who knows? Maybe next time. You know? Yeah. And also just, um, and this is my last thought on it, like for everyone listening, because they don't know you, Jonah, as well as I do, like Jonah is, he's a filmmaker. A lot of his romance, I think, is like idealized. 100%. So, so of course, Jonah's going to want this like movie moment where you're both in the bed, like <laughs> exposed brick, like very cold, you know, cuddling up together. But I think... Uh. Jonah's also like one kind of guy. And I think that other guys might not fantasize about something like that and might, you know, need that emotional connection more, like before they have that like romantic moment with you. So I think that's just something to note. And actually, uh, another last thought is that I don't like to cuddle really. So for me, that was like, you know, a big, that's a big part of the, the sleepover before I know you is the cuddle. I, I do like to cuddle, but I can't fall asleep in a cuddle. Like I have to oh, detach.
2: Yeah, no. yeah. I'm fully like cuddle and then like wall in between us, we go our separate ways in the bed.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. The rule is five minute, five to 10 minutes of like mutual cuddling, and then just Let's both just go our own ways. I like to have that conversation. It's a fun conversation to have. I always have it.
0: Gotta go my own way. Gotta go my own way about us. I hope you're having a good Valentine's Day so far. And if you're having a really good Valentine's Day so far, it's because your partner was smart enough to get you some Majuri jewelry. If you haven't heard of Majuri, it's fine jewelry for every day. It's pretty fairly priced. It's handcrafted and ethically sourced. They've got amazing pieces like 14 karat gold hoop earrings, everyday diamonds, and personalized necklaces with your initials. I always wear my horizontal bar necklace that's engraved with my nickname, which is Linny. So if you haven't tried Majuri, I would start with You can start with like one of the rings. They've got these great stacked rings. I have their like bumblebee ring. I also have all of the astrology pieces, obviously. You know I'm obsessed. And it's so great because you can wear this stuff every single day. You also don't really need to wait for your partner to get it for you because you're a strong, independent woman who can get yourself jewelry too. And because of that, I want to give you 10% off your first order when you just go to Mejuri.com slash Acme. And when you go to Mejuri.com slash Acme, you will find out the promo code which you can use for your order. So just go to Mejuri.com slash Acme for 10% off your first order and... I want to see what you guys end up getting. So make sure to tag me if you try it. I think you'll love the jewelry. I wear it every day. And I think I should order more right now. Why not? Okay, got to get into these questions. Actually, Jonah, you go yeah. with, you want me to bring with this the up? thing that you had. Yeah.
1: Okay, here we go. And this is a safe place, right? This is a safe This is a safe environment. And Lindsay, I am kind of going to be putting you on the spot here. And I'm excited for this. I think maybe... Off the hook. Yeah, well, I'm scared. No, don't be scared. I really loved their episode. I've I listened to it a couple times, not only because of making sure that we all sounded great, but you know, just I just enjoyed hearing all of our opinions. And I've I've listened to a lot of the feedback. And I got a call from my friend Jesse Wolf yesterday, who obviously loved the episode because he just was so animated about all these different takes. And he thinks that a lot of people think that we all had different opinions that came to the table. And one thing I thought to myself was like, what? Where did Lindsay get this idea of all these different rules? Which, again, I want to start by saying that I love that you've created rules and hard opinions on how we should date. But I want to know why. And more specifically, very bluntly, who broke your
0: heart? Who was it that,
1: <laughs> who was it that, that, did, that created you? <laughs> I mean this. Yeah. In the, I, and I have my person yeah. who created me, Betsy Brown. Betsy Brown created this. I person. know. I re- I remember. Yeah. So I now want to flip this back on you because I don't think I've ever asked yeah. you this. I actually don't think yeah. I know the answer to it. Right. Who created this Lindsay? Who is in now in a happy relationship, but who has these borderline insane? I'm just quoting <laughs> set of rules about not texting back after a first date and sleepovers in the first. Like who created this person that is perhaps trying to get revenge on someone in some deeper rooted podcast thing.
0: Yeah, I I hear you. Um and I I feel like hearing that I'm like smiling because it's a hilarious question. And I actually <laughs> I did do I did do an episode on like past relationship trauma which you should definitely check out for yes. some um for some background on on that question, but you know, I do want to separate the two. I want to say that I was hurt in the past. And I have dealt with some breakups that, like you know, kind of killed me in in one way or another. But um, my rules are not about that. My rules are about um, being someone who can be sure that the person that they're dating is into them. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's more about that than about like do all of this and you won't get hurt. It's more like do all of this and you'll have people eating out of the palm of your hand and then you can decide if you want to be with the X, Y, and Z. But I will say, you know, I had a pretty, like my first heartbreak was was bad. I don't know if you ever met my high school boyfriend. Um, I, I can't name names on okay. here just because like I feel too bad. Sure. Um, But he, we dated for three years and we both went to college and we like tried to stay together kind of do like the open relationship thing like you obviously know where this is going <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um yeah so so i he had another he had another girlfriend at school and i found out and he pretended it was like his best friend you know that was no. a rough that was a, that was a big one that was 3 years of my life dating this person our like families were intertwined our lives were intertwined it was hurtful yeah um and then after that I immediately had my walls up when it came to dating. Like, I was like, I'm never going to get hurt the way that I got hurt then. Um, And so I then became the person who, like, broke up with people. And... um,
1: Oh, love. This is so tragic and perfect. Continue. Sorry. This is a great character (laughs) beat.
0: And then um, that was the case until I met this other guy. When I was out of college, like a couple, I I think I was like 23 or 24 and we dated, but it never became like girlfriend and boyfriend, Hmm. but it was serious enough. Like he took me to his brother's wedding, which was a big move, I think. And then I found out and Jonah, you'll love this on Vine. Do you remember Vine? Of course. Okay. That he was, I saw a video of him like grinding with a girl in a club. Remember clubs? Um what? and on vine. <laughs> I on vine. Okay. And I my intuition is the one thing that's always been so spot on. Yeah. And I knew that he was hooking up with this girl. Like I just knew. I didn't, I didn't even need to get a confirmation. I knew. And so Lindsay from the past was like, You need to end it. You need to end it before you get hurt again. And so I ended it. And that was the closest I would say I've been to. To being hurt. I wouldn't say like having my heart broken because we weren't even like in love, but being hurt um since then. So I've been very protective. But that, but again, like I'm I'm human. Like there are things that don't work out. There are people who have, you know, not been interested in me since. But like that is a little bit of my trauma background. And so, but again, like those were two things that were kind of like not related to my dating rules but but that is my like who are you answer
1: well it's to it speaks to the like the character analysis the screenwriter in me is like you couldn't control that this sort of kept happening to you in a sense so to prevent it from ever happening again you created these rules that will never allow it to happen again and maybe that's not obviously in your personal life but you projected that out into a public life that exists as a podcast it all makes sense to me like first of all, really, I'm sorry to hear about that That past. And you wanted to always be the person breaking up with. You never wanted to get broken up with again. And that's something that I think that we all ultimately hit that point in our life. <laughs> and so, you know, it sounds... Obviously, you're in a very happy relationship right now. But it's almost as if the crux exists in the podcast and sort of some of this culture that comes out of it. And I just think it, it makes complete sense. I I would have guessed that like, you were in this relationship with this guy and you would always sleep over and you would always text him, right, you know, right. little lols and you would have little spelling mistakes and you would constantly be texting and doing no, all these never things. Never spelling mistakes. Yeah, never. But um, but but I in, but then because he then didn't reciprocate that love, you vowed to never send a thank you for dinner text ever again.
0: <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's a Disney movie. It's a good one yeah, too. Yeah. But I will say um, there are truth to that in a way. Like I I did pick up things that worked and didn't work and I look back sometimes and I cringe like at certain things that I've done in the past. And so I think it's less about like, let me put these rules and you know I've they've been called toxic rules someone commented that on one of your by the things. way not
1: chill of our audience member to say that we that don't do everyone's allowed there were there own were opinions.
0: a few like really crazy comments i i think there might have been one or two deleted but i kind of like them so keep them um i didn't delete them a lot of was you? like i didn't delete some, anything They may someone have was like someone was like wow like we met at acme's rules are so toxic lmao and i go
2: and i, I saw and your I go, comment back <laughs> What'd you yeah, say? I
0: go, What'd you say? i go lmao <laughs> no like,
1: like the band like yeah. <laughs> no oh, like,
0: oh, like like laughing my ass off yeah. um because i i get it um i get why people would think they're toxic but they're not i think they're i mean i mean they are if you think that they are whatever you you know want to think but for me it's just like this is how to gauge if someone is really interested in you And to not look back on your behavior and cringe. And, you know, I will say about my relationship today, I was just saying last night we were chatting and I was like, I um, am grateful that like our relationship kind of started taking off when like Corona hit because we were able to be more vulnerable, I think, than like, you know, cold hearted Lindsay might have been if... It wasn't Corona, meaning like I would still be not like playing the games, but I would still have like some walls up. Like it would have been, it would have taken longer for me to open up to this person. Um, Whereas because of like Corona, we had to immediately like hang out all the time and and not like pretend to be busy or have other plans.
1: The just real quick off of your rules, I almost equate it to like spark notes, where it's like you're not going to get the same enjoyment out of reading Shakespeare. The book, but this and SparkNotes is frowned upon. But it's it's still gonna help you pass the test, and like if you use SparkNotes. And I think the one thing that I guess as a guy, honestly, I, I I get concerned with for just being vulnerable. Like my worry is that because I don't disagree, I don't I don't agree with all your necessary. Like I see it working with Alana and the text thread. And we're gonna get to that, but like I a lot of shaking her eyes, um, but.
2: You just said I'm heard, shaking my ass. Sorry.
1: Eyes. <laughs> eyes. Come on. And... But I do... Yeah, Alana is dancing in the lower Zoom corner. Lindsay, the thing that scares me is that a lot of people out there aren't, are listening to your advice. A lot of women, I would say, because I think your audience is mostly women. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. But your understanding of the rules are different than the way that people listen to something and then interpret how they should use that. And I'm like scared that there's like a mass force of people out there who <laughs> listen to your podcast who are like blindly listening to to what you're saying to the extent that it's obviously as you will admit case by case and completely subjective to like every situation and that scares me as a guy
0: <laughs> yes and no i think i think listen i think that if a girl met you who listens to the podcast and you know follows I don't even know if I want to say the rules, but like the things that I say are good to do and not to do. I think you would fall in love with her.
1: Yes, but I don't think she'd give me a chance after a certain point. I think she. I would probably fall in love with her, chase her, and then we would disappear and ghost each other because she wouldn't respond to my text.
0: That's not true. There's no part of any rule that says to stop responding to somebody this person <laughs> who listens to We Met At Acme is still going to be absolutely lovely, is still going to have such a good time with you in person. It's more about she's not going to initiate dates until there's like an I like you on the table or a vulnerability from your side. Um, because... And, and she's a busy person who doesn't have time to be like hanging out on dates until 1 a.m. Alana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because she's got things to do. And she, you know, is just like, she's a, she's an independent bad bitch. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. And that doesn't mean that she's going to ghost you.
2: No, but here's the thing is I, I've heard Jonah say, and a bunch of different guys I've talked to about it. I've heard Jonah and all of them say that, like, A girl asking them out is the hottest thing because it doesn't happen. And it shows that like they're confident and they know what they want. And this is the complete opposite of that. So Jonah, what's the truth? Do you want to get short answers and have to make, make all the effort and ask them out every time? Or do you want the girl to be upfront and, Try and make plans. Well, of
0: course we all know what Jonah wants, and Jonah wants to be flattered and asked out. Every dude that I
1: talk to But that's to. not
0: true. I'm sorry. That's just not true. Because first of all, a guy like a girl can ask the guy out. Um oh. on the first on the first date. Sure.
1: Okay. But Say it louder. Say it louder for the people. I like, just hey. have said
0: that before. I've said that before. You can initiate the first thing, but then you have to let them pursue you. And that's just the way that guys are wired. And so even if Jonah is sitting here saying, you know, I want her to ask me out, blah, blah, blah. I've been with Jonah talking about a girl that he's <laughs> dated. Okay. You know, remember that girl in LA and she would Ask you out, and she like came to LA to see you. Like, oh my
1: God, that was sec- crazy. Like, yeah. Jonah yeah, gets turned that.
0: off by this. Like, I'm sorry. Well, that was her.
2: Maybe that was her. Maybe he it didn't. It wasn't.
0: Look. It wasn't because that attitude showed Jonah that this is a girl who's just too into it. And he got turned off. And that actually leads me to, you know, so many people wrote in about the fact that you guys had gone out on dates and you know, what happened. And, and a lot of people said, do I think that you guys should date? And I don't really know enough about your dating history, except that, you know, what I said on seeing other people, which is that I think you're a dream team as, you know, friends and hosts more than in a relationship. But I would like to know kind of more of the ins and outs. I know I asked on seeing other people how far you went. You said you only made out or something.
1: Yeah, and there was no, there was nothing beyond making out, and this is a great question, Lindsay. And it's going to perfectly tie into what we were just talking about, which is like what I, because th- I hear you, I hear you that if the girl, woman plays hard to get, I will fall more in love with her, and I hate to admit that you're right, but ultimately the gut wrenching, scary truth of it is that you are right, and I thank you. I am not one for <laughs> games, but I can also say back to you that. You know, if I really, really am like, "Uh, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to play the game and try to make this girl like me, guess who I'm not going to talk to anymore? Guess who I'm going to play hard to get with? Because in our experience as men and my guy friends, the less we care about somebody, the more they care about us. And it's fucked up to say. And it's all about the games. And I don't play those games. I'm not about that life. But like the scary truth walls down is that if you like someone don't like them and they'll like you more.
0: Uh, But but it's not don't like them and they'll like you more. And this is where I come in and actually make this less toxic. It's not don't like them and they'll like you more. It's put your eggs in multiple baskets so you're not so available. Totally. And
1: and, so I want to say that I'm not, I don't mean in a toxic way or like don't like them. Like don't like, you're not making fun of them. Like, you know, I remember in high school, one of my friends, Javi, I'll just give him a shout out. No one knows who. Javi's like, was, he had every, every girl loved him. And one day we are all like, Javi, every girl loves you. What's the secret? And he's like, just make fun of them and smile. And I think that's what flirting is. Making fun of somebody and smiling. And I actually apply that to my life. Business relationships, personal relationships, people I'm interested in romantically. I like just kind of like, it's all like fun. It's all just like about having fun.
0: We just had the best Dinner last night, my adorable Poppy came over and we ordered pizza from Roberta's, which if you haven't tried Roberta's, it's a famous pizzeria. Um it started in I think in Bushwick and they've got insane pizza. My personal favorite is their beasting pizza. I used to be like a plain person only, but now I really like pizza with pepperoni or sopressata and they absolutely crush it. It's also got this like honey on it. You definitely want to try it. And If you haven't signed up for Caviar yet, this is your sign to do so immediately. Caviar is the best app that has all of the top tier local restaurants and obviously delivered right to your door. It's all about great restaurants and the places that you wish delivered but usually don't. They're all on Caviar. Let me just see the places I've ordered from recently on caviar. I ordered from Carbone. I ordered from Four Charles Prime Rib. These are like the best restaurants in the city. I ordered from Parm, Pastis. I ordered from Mighty Quinn's, Barbecue. Like they've got every restaurant you could ever imagine. And if you haven't downloaded caviar yet... We're giving you 20% off your first order if you just enter the promo code ACME2021 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order with code ACME2021 at checkout. Download the Caviar app and use our offer code ACME2021 for 20% off your first order and tag me so I could see what you ordered and make sure to follow my food account. Don't expect salads because I'm always posting the food that I ordered on there.
1: To get to your question about Alana and I, Alana, why don't we both tell Lindsay our honest, for the first time ever, what was going through our heads in certain moments of the relationship that we think there was a dynamic shift? Because I think that might be a cool answer. For well, Lindsay. how
0: many dates were there? I didn't. Right. I wasn't aware it wasn't a, a relationship. It wasn't I a relationship. Was Sorry. Uh,
1: yeah,
2: there no. were three dates.
0: Okay. So I mean, so, so yeah. I'll, I'll just chime in and say after date one, Jonah was really really into it. Um, from I my know. remembrance.
2: I know. Jonah and I shared a cab home because I was on the way back to his home and we're making out in the back of the cab and he like looks at me and he's like, I really like you. Jesus fuck, Jonah. (laughs) I was like, I like you too. And I just wonder what was going through the cab driver's head while all this was going on. (laughs) Also,
0: Jonah did like a typical Jonah thing where like he put you on a pedestal before the date, but like before actually meeting you as well. So that's, that's everything hmm. that I know. So, Wait, okay. You, Lindsay, you what, what, were,
2: what are your thoughts about what we did on our date? We had like, we had a bachelor first date, like straight out of the show. We, y-
0: you we, watched the bachelor.
2: No, no. Like it was like okay. a one-on-one yeah, yeah, date yeah. that would be on the show. We met up at 34th street ferry, took the ferry, had some wine on the ferry, went to um, Brooklyn, took like a Revel scooter ride around. Then we had dinner and then, after dinner, we went back to Manhattan, went to my best friend's apartment, and hung out there for like a few hours.
0: Why?
1: <laughs>
2: I don't know. Why not? I don't
0: think friends should be involved in the first date, I will say.
2: I agree. It's like a, they shouldn't and, be. I don't know why. it?
0: this isn't a who hurt you rule. This is like a, like, 100%. It, the, the first couple dates, you it's about you two and yeah. getting to know each other.
2: Yeah, 1,000%. percent Yeah. It like, don't happens,
1: go on but... Vine and don't go to your friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you had a good first date. You're into each other. What yes. What was the second date?
2: Second date, we went and got drinks where we actually then ran into Jonah's friends.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. We,
2: yeah, we did.
1: Yeah, we went to my friend's. My friend owned, worked at a bar and so we went there and I didn't realize they were going to be there, but they brought us shots, which was fun. Um,
0: that is fun. And by the way, like things happen. Like on our second date, his friends actually were there as well. But they also were just like fucking with him and trying to be annoying. That so is they funny. came to the same restaurant. Um, That's
2: funny. My friends always talk about doing that.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So you ran into your friends on on that day, Jonah. And, and how was that? Where was your mindset at, at that point?
1: You know, I got to be transparent here and say... That, that second date didn't to me... I didn't think that went well. I don't think it was a great second date. Um, I thought it was like fine. And like we took these shots and I think it just felt a little bit... I think it was like a frantic second date like just to see each other again the next week or whatever. Like it wasn't as great as the first one, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it was still nice. And then... And the only reason I'm just experiencing this is because I think the interesting part happens after the three dates. But the third date was um, Bachelor in Paradise. I think Alana, right? We watched Bachelor yeah. in Paradise. I brought over white wine. And I believe I sharpie markered the white wine to say something. What? Who was it? I was said it.
2: I don't remember. Yeah, it like was, made, it was. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I did something special with white wine, and then, yeah, and then we split, and that was an awkward. There was obviously something going on there, and this is the famous part of the story where I'm like, I either knew that uh, I was going to get a gray, a long gray text saying, "I think we should figure out what we're doing," and that, in a way that's like, "Oh, we should go to the next step," or in a way that's like. More like uh, maybe we should just be friends, something's up, like gonna, it's gonna be a breakup text. And of course, lo and behold, I think 72 hours later, minimal communication over text later, I'd noticed there was a clear, distinct change in tone and frequency in the texting between us, which you can always take as a sign for better or for worse, from Alana. And yeah, got that long great text about how she just got out of a relationship and she didn't expect to meet somebody so cool so early on. And that was that text. This is where I think it gets a little interesting. Unless, Lindsay, I think maybe you, you have a thought or... I'm seeing you... I can't tell if you're... Yeah,
0: well, I uh, I was under the impression that you were the one who sent that text, Jonah. Me?
1: No. 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 <laughs> this was This was... Alana was the one to send me that text. I was like super, super into her. And... Not to the extent that I know what I would have responded had she said that she wanted to go the next like step. I maybe would have been like,
2: uh, no, I think...
1: You know, we haven't even like... Way too soon. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't right. even know you like so, that.
2: so then
0: how did your friendship or your like whatever relationship you had continue after that text was sent along? Well,
2: so here's the thing. is like, I I didn't send the text because I didn't like Jonah and like wanted just didn't want to see him again. Like, I genuinely... Jonah was the first person I went on a date with after a breakup. It was like, oh, I'm going to like download an app again just to like see what's out there. Like, okay, I'm going to force myself to go on a date just to, like try and get myself out there and and like take that next step towards like moving forward from this breakup. And that happened to be Jonah. And I just was not at all ready to like actually like someone. And I kind of freaked out because I was like, shit, like I do like have feelings for this person and I really like spending time with him, but I'm so not ready. Like I was crying about my ex before and after my dates with him. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I sent it. Like I genuinely... I was like, I really want to like stay in this person's life and have him stay in mine. But I am not like, I can't go on another date with him right now because I'm so not there. And so that was the thing. Like I I sent it and I was as like honest as I could have been because I wanted him to know I was coming from a genuine place. Mm -hmm. And I think he, I think he was able to like pick that up from what I was putting down. And then... I just I started reaching out like we would talk about bachelor we would talk about like random things like work related and then I think right. it maybe it took like a month or two before we actually saw each other in person again and we like went and got drinks and then the podcast oh. happened.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. So when did things shift because your listeners seem to think that Alana that you would date Jonah now.
1: <laughs> well, can I answer that question first? Yeah. I believe so in guy land when you know at a certain type of guy might take the situation where like i've been taught that not taught and I don't, I don't i don't fucking know look i'm just gonna say it outright when alana sent me that text the only option in my mind was to prevent myself from getting hurt and with the idea that maybe she will then change her mind magically was to go excommunicado dark side of the moon alana dunn doesn't exist She's a ghost. She's a myth. She's, you know, she. there was no Alana Dunn. It's the scene in Men in Black where you get, you know, flashed with the little thing. Mm -hmm. And if you go back and look at those conversations, I was never initiating conversations with you, Alana. I had had no interest. Honestly, this started to evolve into like, I forgot who you were. And I was training myself to do that. Didn't want to. Didn't want to do that. You know, that was the only way. That was the way. That was my combat system that I developed since a few ex-romances. And I've also been taught that when you do that, sometimes the person idealizes you so much on the other end, they come around and say, "Wait a second, I miss you i want I want you back in my life." The amount of times I've been reached out to by people who I've forgotten exist saying that they want they're interested, I'm like, "Well, what the hell i you weren't interested when I was talking to you, and now I haven't spoken to you in you know three months, and now all of a sudden you want to you want be together so that was a big part of the process with, you know, with the Alana thing. Alana, when we sat down for those drinks at, um, what was that place called? We played ping pong. Treadwell. Treadwell. Great spot.
2: You mean um, you, you lost in ping pong?
1: I did. You destroyed me and I, I, I give you, really, you are really good at ping pong. Um, I want to go on the record and just say that. But I saw that as completely plutonic. I had no romantic interest. I was like, I liked Alana as a person. Let's hear how her life is. And... I know we even talked about your ex-boyfriend because secretly, I think the problem with your dating life right now is that you're still in love with your ex. We can get into that on a different episode. And yeah. And then eventually time passed and still did not have much of a romantic interest in Alana. And then obviously the podcast happened. We became business partners. So that's sort of the interesting dirty truth of it, in my opinion, on my side, at least.
2: And and with those drinks, like I went into it being like, I don't know if he thinks this is like, a date or not, but I don't think it is. And I remember like, that's why I started, I was like, like we started talking about other people we were dating. And that was like kind of my goal to make that separation of like, this is not a date. But yeah, I mean, getting from why people like that there to why people think that I'm in love with Jonah. Well, first of all, we missed like the eight months there where everyone thought Jonah was in love with me because Jonah was acting like he was in love with me or making... Comments that would lead people to believe that. And then, yeah, I mean, the dating sucks ended. And it didn't seem like we were going to be doing a podcast together again. And we were just friends and, and we were talking regularly. And I don't know, part of me was wondering, like, okay, like, is maybe sh- we should explore this now because we can. And there were some like questionable conversations that Jonah and I had where it was like, Hmm, like what's going on here? Hmm. And then we brought up like, should we go on a date? And I guess Jonah thought the conversation was a joke because then I was I waiting did, for like a I month did. for Jonah to bring up like when we're going on this date. Hmm. Um. <laughs> <Lindsay>. and, then, <laughs> and then Jonah tried to go out with one of my friends and I was like, wait, I'm a little confused. We were just talking about like whether or not we're going on a date. I'm no, like I'm jealous. Well, no,
1: your, langu- your language was not that. Your language was... I'm jealous. It was not. I'm confused because we were about to go on a date. Your language to me was, "Wait, no. I feel. I for some reason I feel jealous about this. Why?" Right, is but then that? when we
2: talked about it, I was like, "Well, you and I just talked about going on a date. So now I have I in my yeah. head that we might so, be exploring this again. And now you're saying you want to go out with my friend, and that's fucking weird."
0: So Jonah dropped the ball essentially. So whatever happened in the beginning, Jonah dropped the um, ball. Love however, <laughs> into it Jonah was. Ultimately, he dropped the ball for whatever reason that we can't really, um, you know, 100% know for sure. Other than that, um, it's all Jonah's fault.
1: Well, we can know a reason for sure. I see Alana as a friend right now more than... Not right now. I see Alana and as a friend. I think
0: maybe because he knows you so well, Alana, mm-hmm. um, he now realizes, and we talked a little bit about this on Seeing Other People, that you wouldn't, in fact, be a great match uh, romantically.
2: And I I feel the same way right now. Like obviously we've yeah. both gone in phases and like there's been this like push and pull thing, but I think we're both at equilibrium in this mm. moment right now that mm-hmm. like we are very good friends and we're doing this really awesome thing together and like mm-hmm. that's the priority and yeah. that's what it is.
0: But yeah. there's always someone that wants something more. And well, okay. I will say that, you know, platonic friendships with people of your desired gender are are tough sometimes. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're impossible because they're not. I mean, Jonah and I have been friends forever, but I will True. say that more like more often than not there's always someone that would be open to taking it. Elsewhere.
1: Yeah, there was one time I was fully in love. With, I mean, I obviously sleep camp, but like there was one time I think we like smoked the J outside East Hampton movie theater on Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember right. this?
1: And I was like, I think i I think I need a kiss her. <laughs> I, like, I, I, <laughs> I think I love Lindsay. But <laughs> that's I that's really funny. Yeah, that was like one moment that lives rent-free in my head. It's like <laughs> that's a, really funny. Was, oh my
0: god, I think my car stalled out on the drive home. Really? I think I told you there was like ice on the windshield and I oh, couldn't see.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And and I like almost hit a tree.
1: Oh, my God. Good it's times. scary. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Jonah, to my <laughs> point. Actually, on that same note, and I know that we're going way over, but whoever's listening to this, hopefully, um, you know, you have the time on Valentine's Day to listen because, you know, here we are. There's so much to talk about. Somebody wanted to know what did we think of each other growing up slash at camp, Aww. Jonah.
1: Oh. Uh
0: um, yeah. honestly I'll, I'll start by saying that I thought Jonah was hilarious like we had the best group of friends at camp it was me Jonah Mike Wenner um mm. Rachel Smallheiser Katie Youngling and I think yeah that was it right
1: If you remember Dubov like he was a part of that for like a day oh, Daniel Dubov yeah.
0: yeah kind of but <laughs> yeah. but it was our crew we were just all ridiculous and we all yeah. we ever did was like eat and make jokes
1: yeah, I, that was the exact memory. It's just very, very fond, fun memories that will never, never go away. But I mean, yeah, I loved. I learned, like. I think I saw you. It was crazy for a while. I saw you like a like almost like a big sib energy slash yeah, someone yeah. who I was also in love which, with. I'm older <laughs> than you, also, which is funny. Yeah, which was the funniest part. <laughs> we didn't learn until like recently,
0: <laughs> right? And
1: like in my mind, I was like. Twelve and you were like thirty, like, <laughs> like
0: <that's, laughs> fully, fully, but also like girls and guys.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, you were like you twice my height. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really amazing memories. Loved. I, it's, I think it's the same thing. It's the same feelings I've had. You know, we were just yeah friends.
0: And this is actually a good one that we we got to get to, Jonah. Since you know Lindsay well, Yo, yeah, what did you think of her exes? Did you know it wouldn't work?
1: There's definitely yes, hundred percent. I mean, that's the the like. And I guess I don't know all of them because you were mentioning someone from college who I, I can't place my hand on. But was that someone that went to Laurel South? Or no? Am I confusing?
0: No, I never dated anyone who went to Laurel South. That guy? Except for Dexter.
1: Yeah, except for Dexter. But okay. That was who I was thinking of. Um, I like... First of all, I like all your exes that I've met. So I know one of your exes intimately. He was at my bus stop, uh, <laughs> which I, <laughs> which is...
0: Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, bus stop. And um, different high school. And... I like your ex that, you know, the most recent ex. I always thought he was cool. You know, what was I always telling our mutual family friend behind the scenes that you guys were never going to work out long term?
0: Of course. Yes, you were. And I, I knew that. And yeah, my mom that. told me that. Well, that's weird. While I was dating him.
1: Well, by the way, first of all, I was right. And second of you all, you
0: were, you were.
1: I think I definitely felt comfortable enough to even tell, to to allude to it. I didn't want to tell you point blank in your face because here you are, happy at a wedding. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. I, what am I gonna be like? Lynn's come over here. It's never gonna work
0: out. It's never gonna like. <laughs> well, that was it. That was actually, we were very unhappy. Unhappy that I night, could, I could tell. Yeah. I remember
1: the Uber ride. I was like, these two don't like each other. And, yeah. I, yeah. So I've always, I've always been a fan. I think you've like had really steady growth because you, you're doing a great job. But you don't date the same people. You're dating different types of people. As a way to find out what you're looking for, and so that is which a good is smart. Sign.
2: That's what you should be doing. That's what yeah. everyone yeah. should be doing.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, and I would answer the question myself. But Jonah, when was the last time you had a girlfriend? Not like in a mean way, but I feel like it was <laughs> <last time. laughs> She's so mean.
1: I mean, Sarah. There's really only one that I've had. That's like a serious one in modern times. And I don't know if you have ever met her, blonde Sarah. I can say her name. No, not gonna I never kid. did.
0: Which I don't know why. Um, okay. We have so many questions, but okay. we, we really can't go that far over. I want to get to just like, these are just like helpful questions for people. So when guys on an app say, tell me about yourself, what should girls respond? Mm. I know I'm cringing too.
1: And a guy says, tell me about What should girls respond?
2: Real quick, everyone text one of your guy friends right now and say, hey, don't ask a don't girl ever. to tell don't <laughs> you about themselves.
0: Don't ever. I, I Personally, I would say um, I will if we make it to a date.
1: Great answer. Wow. Good. Perfect I like answer. That. Perfect answer.
0: Okay, great. I'm glad that's approved. And would the guy rather have the girl make a Valentine's Day plan?
1: Would the guy rather? I'm sure, but it's never going to happen.
0: Well, I think this is no. I, I disagree. I think this is... And this isn't talked about enough on this podcast is that um, once you're in a relationship, like... All the rules are gone. Uh, All I would the hope rules so are gone. Um, Don't tell your husband that he looks good in a suit. <laughs> you better fucking tell your husband. Don't text suit. your husband
2: first. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All the rules are gone, and and there's a girl who DM me, and she goes, "Is it weird that I make backup Valentine's Day plans with my boyfriend every year, just in case he forgets?" And I said, "No, that's." genius and yeah. every girl probably does that yeah i mean i made the plan for valentine's day this year i don't care
1: like well, yeah but just in case he forgets i don't like that energy
0: yeah i don't I mean, like that energy like a, i agree it's like, like a
1: trap I hey agree. i knew he, you'd fuck he, this he, up he, you know he
0: didn't forget he, okay. he knows when valentine's day is
1: but no you you and you're yeah but i'm saying this person who wrote in where it's like i made this as i didn't you know as a backup like i don't know i just didn't like that word that it's uh in case I, he forgets No, I
0: I hear what you're saying. I think I think she means in case he forgets to make a reservation, not oh. in case he forgets about Valentine's Day.
1: Copy you. And by the way, very hard to make a reservation on Valentine's Day, so that makes complete sense. Yeah.
0: You know, that's that's smart. It's smart. Yeah, it's. Um someone said and this is this seems like Jonah did you write this question? I think you wrote this in. What How is do that? you know if you're settling if you fall in love with everyone? <laughs> I did not <laughs>
2: write that question. <laughs> Maybe I wrote that question. <laughs> yeah. Alana thoughts well, here's here's one thing I'll I'll say, and I've said this a bunch of times on our show, but um, Lindsay, for your listeners, but I think that we should reframe the concept of like settling in expectations. It shouldn't be about like, is this person good enough for me? Are they do they make enough money for me? Are they attractive enough for me? Like, do they check off those things? I think are with settling, like you shouldn't settle on how someone makes you feel, and the things you should be looking for, are, like. Do I like, do they challenge me? Do they make me a better person? Do I feel most myself when I'm with them? Do I feel happy and excited and like I want to work through things with them? And I Mm -hmm. think that if you feel all of these things, then you're not settling. But if you don't necessarily like feel like you can be your most authentic self with this person, or you don't feel like when times get tough, they're going to work through shit with you then yeah, then you're settling. settling. Yeah, Yeah. that's
0: very well said. And somebody who obviously listened to the Seeing Other People episode and good for them said, how did Alana's date go with the guy who didn't text for two days after the first date?
2: Oh, well, okay. So there were two dates and they went really well. Good. Yes.
1: Thanks for the details, Alana. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, we we, we yes. really know so much now. Yeah, well, no, so much um, there's nothing
2: well, else to say. The date's done really well and hopefully we'll see each other again.
0: There are so many other questions here, but um, I'm just going to choose my favorite and then we're going to go to a couple rapid fire and, and, and get some quotes from you guys. Um, who gives better dating advice? People in relationships or single people?
1: From In my life, it's been people in relationships.
0: I'll agree, but I will say only the... In people in relationships that I admire. Yes. Yes. Like not people in shitty relationships.
1: It's not a blanket answer. Yeah. If you're in no. a relationship, it doesn't mean you give inherently better advice. It's people, it's those <laughs> healthy relationships you admire that I agree.
2: I don't think it's either or. I really think it depends on the person because I, I have people like friends who are in relationships who they went from one relationship to the next and they don't really have that much dating experience. So mm. they can't speak to the shit that we sometimes have to deal with in dating because it's just like they just went from one relationship to the next. So I think it really just depends on the person.
0: Okay. Doing some rapid fire and then we're getting a quote or piece of advice from you guys. Doing dates from home because of snow, what date number can you wear something casual instead of trying to look cute? Two to three dates or four to five dates?
1: Well, the guy is not going to fucking notice the difference. So that mean, but I don't know what this, you know, the dynamics of this relationship are, but I've literally never once noticed someone's outfit unless it's like they're wearing a t shirt with like a cool per- character on it that I like recognize from a movie.
0: Yeah, so, I'm actually with you on this. I think two to three dates. Two to three. Matter.
2: Don't put on like sweatpants, but you can wear leggings and like a sweater.
0: Or you can wear sweatpants just like sweatpants. Rocket. Yeah. If your significant other called you a bitch, would that be a deal breaker?
2: Depends
1: on the context. Like, Depend. no,
0: it's it's a full-on deal breaker. I will say that. From that's a who hurt you. Wait,
1: is it like bitch? Like bitch, please? Or like <laughs> no. you're a bitch? <laughs> I don't it's like, think it's bitch. You're a bitch. Oh, like yeah, you can't being, fucking do that. <laughs> even like though.
0: you're being a bitch, I, I don't like. Yeah, you can't say
1: because that. because there's
0: a different way to say it, and and so many girls wrote in, and it makes me so sad. They're like, well, what if I'm being a bitch? Uh, I, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, that's you're still not, not, how you not should being called be a bitch. Can't be
1: called a bitch. Like, yeah,
0: you can. The guy can. Say it any other way. Like he can, he can be like, "I don't like the way that you're acting right now. It's hurting my feelings." Yeah, you know, hundred percent. Let him articulate. Hundred percent. If your partner always orgasms from the same position or the same move, should you still switch it up, or if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Um,
1: isn't it like kind of like the and Like you know that's gonna work, so like get there when you're ready to get there. Like because if that's like a mm. foolproof thing, yeah. like it doesn't have to mm. be mutually exclusive, right? Right. I agree
0: is it weird or normal to want to keep your significant other both late twenties, early thirties and friends mostly separate, example, have a few guys' nights or girls' nights a month and then spend most other time alone with your partner
2: i I saw this poll and i I voted that I don't think it's weird, but I think you should want your worlds to be mixed, and I feel like i I have friends who keep everything separate, but i for me, like I want the people that are in my life to all know each other and be comfortable with each other and spend time with each other. That being said, it would I wouldn't want it to be all or nothing, but like spend time alone with my significant other, spend time with my friends, and also bring everyone together.
0: I love that. Jonah, stop zooming on your face. Sorry. Um, <laughs> guys, this has been incredible. I want to keep going forever. Um, <laughs> also for people who want updates on me trying to text for Alana because um, she will sometimes not listen to me, I will um, yeah, how can they give evolve? you those updates in... at a? How do we do that? How do we give them the updates?
1: Well, you should come on and do... What we should do is this. Very simple. Basically, we're going to be introducing a new segment, which is like 10-minute looks into the dating lives of other people onto our show. But you should come on just correspondence status. It could be an audio note that you right, send us. Right, And just mm-hmm. give us the update from your perspective, from the coach's perspective, how it's going with Operation Alana Texting Thread. And for everyone listening at home, I've seen it. I'm in the text thread, unfortunately. But I can tell <laughs> you... I it. I can tell you it's amazing. And Lindsay really does... You know, you know what you're doing. I got to say. And I think you're, you're actually helping Alana in a way that I wish I could have helped her, but I, I can't. And... <laughs> Uh, I encourage all your listeners, you know, if they're in a position where they find themselves digitally overwhelmed, um, to enlist your services for this because it's it's awesome to see.
0: Thanks, Jonah. That means a lot. Okay, Alana, hit us with a quote or piece of advice that you can leave our listeners with.
2: Shit. Jonah, you go <laughs> first. <laughs>
1: um, I want to just... I think I've seen this thing going around the internet where it's like, if he likes you... You'll
2: know it? if not.
1: He'll, 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 you'll if be confused. You, if he likes you, you'll know it. I don't necessarily... I just really feel like that's not true. Like, you know... This is
0: a quarter piece of advice, not a quarter piece of advice that Lindsay has that I disagree with.
1: No, no. But this is like a thing on the internet. Everyone's like, if he likes you, he'll show it. And it's like, that's so fucking annoying to hear because that's just... It's true. Okay. All right. Well, my piece of advice (laughs) is if you like somebody, if you like a guy, make it very clear that you want to see him again and that you like him. Guys do not pick up on subtlety or hints. That is my piece of advice. We never have. We never will.
0: That's all. I disagree.
2: I'm telling you okay, point, point as
0: a fact, as a piece of science. You are one guy who you, likes when people You're tell a global you they warming like denier.
2: You. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to what I said before about um settling and expectations. And I, I really think we'd all end up in much <laughs> better relationships and be a lot happier with the partners that we're choosing if we reframe those expectations and those things that we need from. More service level things like how we actually feel and how we are as a person with them.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> Why you, are you Anna. laughing?
1: I just is Lindsay sing, the the singing the singing war. You're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. No, You're I incorrect. mean I
0: <laughs> literally, Jonah. Like I'm almost. I'm debating cutting out your piece of advice because it's so wrong. But <laughs> I, no, I'll that's important.
1: That's important though. That, that that it's there. If
0: a guy likes you, ladies, you will know. Okay. You won't be questioning it. You won't be writing a potential response in okay, your notes app. Okay, okay. You won't be screenshotting your texts with but him Lindsay, to try to figure it out. You need to... And, okay. and that is all. The vacuum just started again. And, and just, just,
1: then on you need to then express in an episode what the conscious... You said you will know it. But let's be very clear on how... They they'll should. reach out to you. No, but there's other ways of identifying that someone likes you beyond being a text. As Alana said to me, when I had a great date, I was like hyping up just really quickly. I had a great date with somebody. I was like, "Oh my god, she hates me. She doesn't like me." And I was explaining this to my friend Jesse. And Jesse goes, "But you guys kissed." And you guys like saying, "Dear Van Hansen." And like all this. And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, and he's like, "Dude, stop looking at the fucking details. She likes you." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, but I just feel like she doesn't. By the way, she hasn't texted me back yet." But I think you got to identify what those things are beyond a text message that eludes yeah. to the fact.
2: And and but for me, for it. me it's paying attention to what happens on the date versus over text, which is like the yes. hardest thing to do. Yes. But I've, yes and no. I've talked to so many uh, people where it's like they <laughs> they literally just like might not text me until like the next week, but the whole time they're like, No, like I've had such a great date. I like why bother texting? Like we'll see each other when we see each other in a week or so. And like I know that I liked you. That's
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's important to pay attention to what happened on the date. It's more important about the follow-up. And if they like you, um, you know, they'll make sure that that a second date happens, just as we saw with the person that I'm helping a lot of texts with right now who um, made it clear that he wanted to take her out on a second date. So I think just from that, um, we can end there.
2: For the record, I've written like 95% of those texts. So oh. I know,
0: I know. And by the way, that's because I told you to run free after oh, we got in a good place.
2: Because, yeah. yeah, because I was already running free and I was like, okay, I can't do this. I'm just going to keep reporting back. Can I have your permission to go rogue?
0: Yeah. And by the way, Alana's a great texter and it's not like she's a hopeless case. So um, she's very easy to to guide and, and barely needs my guidance. So it's, it's, it's easier. But guys, where can everyone follow you and listen to your podcast?
2: At seeing other people in all the places, uh, listen to seeing other people wherever you listen to podcasts. I am at Alana.Dunn. Jonah is at Jonah Feingold. And that's right. That is right,
1: Lindsay. We really appreciate you having us on your on your show. We're, we are big I,
2: fans. I mean, we're so
0: unresolved. We have so much. We more have so much to, to talk about. <laughs> Maybe we're gonna do well, a part two.
1: Let's tease the thing here, where you ultimately we are gonna do a series where we help set Alana up with somebody on our show. So yeah, we're gonna find Alana, and on we meet.
0: will tell you exactly how it goes. Yep, love it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.